Hi and welcome to Cybersecurity Career Talks. In this video, I have clips of Yujun Liang and Richard Foltek stressing the importance of upskilling and spending time on preparing for your career. If you like this, check out the longer video. And I think that's the key that, that Eugene and us are trying to really motivate people is this is obviously not about certifications, right? But this is about achieving your own personal goals and investing in yourself. And obviously certifications play a role in that. But the, that, again, that's what we're tackling right now. But the key that we're really trying to do is to get that bad angel on your shoulder that keeps telling you, you know, to waste time, watch TV, do something that is really not productive because you're tired, you're this, and really kind of wake yourself up and say, look, do something productive with your life, whether it's go to the gym, get healthier, start eating. Like, it does, like I don't know what your goal is, but the, the idea here is invest in yourself, spend your time wisely, and just do it. I mean, it really does come down to that because it's hard. This is not an easy thing. You want to eliminate your bad habits and replace them with good habits. And again, it's a personal struggle. It's a personal journey. We could talk about our own, you know, motivations and how we kind of like do these particular activities. But in the end, it's your own journey. And that's really what we're trying to emphasize here more than, oh, go get this cert and do that. There's no, there's no let's just say, easy answer to any of this. But, you know, there, there, there's, a, there's a Chinese proverb that says something that uh, success comes when opportunity meets readiness. So if an opportunity comes along and you're not ready for it, you're not going to get your success. If you're ready and the opportunity doesn't come, well, that happens, right? You're, you're not going to get success either. But you need both. And it's amazing on how many situations we have seen where sometimes someone's knocking at your door and you realize you're not going to make that interview. You're not going to be successful because you're just not ready. And our goal is to get people kind of hoping, directing their life towards success. But that means a lot of grit, a lot of hard work, and you basically putting in the time and energy to make this happen. And we're, we're here to kind of help you eliminate your excuses for why you're not going to do this. So let's continue, if that makes sense. Can you tell me a little bit about like when to have what or how do you, how do you decide on the mix uh, for a person who's like trying to transition to a technology career or a cybersecurity career? So personally, I would start where you are. So if you follow the continuous improvement model, you start and evaluate what, what, where, where are you at? If you're brand new, in other words, you've got nothing and you're starting from, from nothing, then I would go with those early like TIA type, you know, A plus, network plus, security plus, your basic introduction to the various technical spaces. You know, in the Cisco world, you can start with their, their, their associate degrees that they have. It, again, it depends on what it is that you're trying to, to get yourself into, but start where you are. And, 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 and baby steps don't, you know, I know people look like the CISSP and say, that's what I want to get. Well, great. But if you have no background to tackle that exam, you're setting yourself up for, for failure. So, you know, you're, you're not going to become Arnold Schwarzenegger going to the gym once that just isn't going to happen. So you start where you are, start with what, what you bring to the table 
and see how can I use what I have right now to get to, to further myself the next step. And so that's, that's the way I would tackle it. And I'd leave it to Eugene to kind of, you know, what, what his take on that is. I, I totally agree with what uh, Richard has said. So just so I can give you a example of uh, what I did in the past. So in 2016, I just became interested in the cloud. But before that, I never done any infrastructure-related work on my career. All my career before 2016 was on development, enterprise Java developer, developing enterprise applications using Java, Spring, Hibernate, database, Oracle, Sybase, all kinds of database. But I never managed the infrastructure. And I was always treated as uh, the other people's computer. But in 2016, after I watched some video from uh, a cloud guru, I became deeply interested in the cloud. So I spent four months, acquired all five AWS certifications, and then built up a career in cloud. So and then so that. Even that's not security related, I believe the same approach can be applied to security as well. So that's why we should start from a certification if you never had any experience in security. So Richard, are certifications required or are they just nice to have? You want to take your take? Because we disagree, I think, on, on some some principle, but go on, Eugene, go ahead. So. I can see from my, a lot of places, they don't require certification. They, and that's from a mindset. Or oh, maybe they never believe it. But in some places, like the security side, people always need to have a certain certifications. The area, including infrastructure. So I see a lot of people spend tremendous amount of time getting CCNA, CCMP, and the CCIE in network. And the security people getting a C, what's that? CISSP and, uh, <laughs> and other security uh, related certifications. So I, I believe it's really domain specific. Some may not require, but some they just get uh, have a habit or culture. So you need to have a certain amount of certification to show you are interested. That's my take. What do you think, Rich? So I, I will look at the, the CIS, all these exams as an yeah. independent attestation that you have the knowledge that is considered industry best practice. Okay, that, that basically means someone independently tested you know this material. That does not mean you have real world experience or know what you're talking about. So, so, and then I, I will say this because I've interviewed a number of people who had all the professional AWS certifications and they could not identify where the skeletons were in the cloud, as I like to refer to it, because every cloud has certain, let's just say weaknesses and, and designs that are problematic that they won't cover on the exam. But if you've played in AWS long enough, you know, these exist. And 
So it needs a, it, I, I do strongly believe to be successful, you need a balance of real world experience and, and basically the certifications because the real world experience is also not good enough. And let me explain why the, what ends up happening when you work in a cloud project or any, let's say, domain of expertise is you get stuck in a silo that just spit, you know, like security. Well, I work on scene, right? That's a technology very specific to Splunk or Logarithm or some other technology. And you get really, really good at the scene aspect. But you have no visibility towards anything else like your network firewalls, your, your, your load balancers, your architecture. So you get stuck in a very specific specialization without understanding the big picture. And that is a career killer. Because to be successful from a high perspective, you need to understand beyond your domain that you work at, at your profession. And this is where the certifications truly shine because what they do is they give you at least a good enough cursory knowledge of all the other pieces of the big architecture that you have to be conscientious about so that you can solve your business problems. So yes, you need real world experience, but that will put you into a very specific technical silo and, and you, you will only see 40% of your world. The certifications will give you good breadth overall of this, the domain of expertise, but it won't go very deep. Well, it'll go deep, but not as deep as if you're working this job day in and day out. And so by blending the two together, you're presenting your best face. And that's the way I look at it. It is not that the certification, I think it augments your, your experience. And if you don't have any experience, I will tell you that you can come in and say, look, I've got these certifications. I understand this. I'm looking for experience. At least you're coming in with an honest perspective and saying, I, I, look, I, I passed these. These are hard exams. I know this material. I know the big picture. Can you get me a job? And they will help, like if you're honest. Because I'll be on, you know, personally, when I interview people, and I don't know about yourself, I just look at their resume and I just, I'm really checking if they are who they say they are. Because a lot of people, what they'd like to do is stretch their resumes and they, they, they expand on it. And if you come honestly and you say, this is what I bring to the table, this is what I have, those certifications really help. Why? Because I don't have to test what you've been tested on already. Somebody else did that for me. And that's really important. At no point do I look at someone who's got the core five AWS certifications, think he's like God and he's an expert. It just means he's, he knows enough to do the job. Whether or not he will do the job well is, it comes with experience. A couple of scars here or there teaching you what not to do. But look, that will happen in any, in any situation. So hopefully that helps understand that balancing act between real world experience and certification. So I think it's a very useful aspect. Hopefully that answers the, uh, the question. Yes, it does. At, at what time in a career are certifications most useful? When I'm beginning, I'm starting my career, do certifications matter at that time? And or should I like wait for a couple of years and then start? my certification journey because most of the certifications that are worth having usually have some requirements like a couple of years of work experience. So those those are the kind of questions. And another one is that will my manager or will my company value my certification? And all of us have worked in uh, Fortune uh, 15 companies. So if you can share your experience. I can share a story. Uh, it's a true story from 
the company I worked for. In 2018, we hired a lot of new grads. So they just out of the college. After one person joined the team, she worked for Rich Full Tech, but、uh, she also reached out to me and asked for career advice. I said, get certified. She just go ahead and got all five AWS certifications in one year. In the same time, she also did a very good job. Is on her project and is ranked the number one in the team in just one year. She got a job from another consulting company. With I believe in the normal promotion cycle, it will take at least two cycle to get there. Meaning in one year, she experienced a journey of six years. Rich, she basically short circuited her career up by a decade. Yeah, it just is amazing, and、uh, a lot of people、mm-hmm. uh, around me they got a lot of certification in AWS. They end up. Working for AWS, that's a story I can share. So, so let me let me just point out that the certifications won't hurt you. Your own company may not value them, which does happen, but recruiters and other companies do. So, do the math. Is all I'm trying to say is that <laughs> if your own company won't value them, then realistically, go to where you're going to get the most. Well, what you desire out of your career. I, I'm not saying leave your company. I'm not saying anything, but find out what you're worth. And th- this has been sort of a continuous conversation that if you won't invest in yourself, no one else will. And th- this is actually the critical part because I am actually strongly recommending people to be a little selfish, dedicate a certain amount of time during the day for their own career development. Why? Because if you spend another four hours on your job project. So instead of working eight hours, you work twelve. You might get an extra couple of thousand dollar bonus at the end of the year. You might get an advancement in your career. You might not. There's no there's no guarantees in any of this. You might work your butt off and not get recognized whatsoever, and somebody else who didn't work as hard gets promoted. All these situations happen in a corporate environment. So at the end of the year, what are you further along than you were the year before? That's the question you have to ask yourself. And so I'm strongly, and this is actually a lesson you taught me more than anything else. At least that's what resonated because I was busting my tail trying to build out this practice within my company, and he was spending a lot of time investing on himself with the certification, saying, "Rich, come on over. You got to, you got to go do this." And I was like, "Look, I'm busy. I got, I got all this stuff I got to do." And I did. And, I was, and I'm not saying it was a bad thing, and I'm not trying to, you know, like judge one way or another. But in the end, what you write on your resume, like you spend a lot amount of time investing, and you've got nothing to say for it. You got one line on your resume that you did something. How well you did, no one can really tell, right? You, there's no, there's no evidence. There's no other. Let's say you worked on a project that then got canceled, even though you you worked your butt off, and you know the projects get canceled all the time. Stuff happens. How do you how do you how do you demonstrate that you personally have advanced or learned or did something better? That's why I think this independent testing. It's like getting an MBA. People are saying, you know, is it worth it? Is it worth spending seven hundred dollars on a ISC squared certification? I spent a hundred thousand dollars on an MBA at SMU. My company only gave me forty thousand, stretched over like ten thousand a year over a period of time. So that was sixty thousand out of my own money on an MBA program. 
I worked my butt off. I was like the second person in the entire school to get a 4.0. I left. I applied to a bunch of jobs. No one cared. Okay, so let, let's let's be let's be frank about this in the sense that even if you put your time and energy, you get your schooling, you get that little certification, or you get that diploma, right? By itself, there's no guarantees. Now, have, has my MBA helped me? Yes, because I use it all the time, right? But I will tell you, no one came knocking on my door saying, Rich, you have an MBA and an engineering degree. Here's a job for you. It's not that simple. And both Eugen and I on LinkedIn, because we help people through this journey, and, and this is something that frustrates me. There's some people who think, oh, I'm going to get my associate's AWS exam, and then suddenly there's going to be job offers coming in my way. Or I get this one cert or these maybe five certs, and then people are going to be knocking on the door. Maybe they will. Maybe they won't. Okay, let's, let's be clear about this. But in the end, those certifications don't hurt you. They advance you further ahead in your career. They make you more promising to potential employers. And if you just think that I'm going to just do these two certs and I'll be done, you miss the point. It's, it's kind of like saying I went to the gym four or five times or I spent this month on the gym, then after one month at the gym, I'm done. Well, then you, you're, you're going to get back to being unhealthy. So that's, that's the challenge, right, that we're trying to teach people that, guys, this is not a single destination. This is a continuous journey right that you again invest in your own your time yourself properly hey if you like this video you should check out the longer video called certifications in tech see you next time